0: The kind of mentality that it takes to take over and run a local RIA meeting before you've ever done your first deal as a real estate investor is the kind of mentality and hustle that our guest today, Derek Tellier, has leaned on to retire from his 20-year career to become a full-time real estate agent, entrepreneur, and investor, house hacking and living financially free. What's up, y'all? My name is Jay Helms, founder of the W2 Capitalist Podcast and Movement. This is episode number 156. I am joined by Derek Tellier. Got it. Okay. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we're going to talk about mindset, and I know with just episode number one fifty-five, we talked with Robert Seifert about mindset as well. But it is such an important topic, and it's something we talk about all the time in the W Two Capitalist Mastermind. But let me introduce you to Knoxville, Tennessee volunteer fan, Mister Derek, uh, and we're going to get into his story. It's an incredible, incredible story about his journey in real estate investing. But in two thousand sixteen. At 42 years old, which I just turned 42, Derek, that's incredible. At 42, Derek decided it was time for some changes, right? You were 50 pounds overweight, out of shape, working a W-2 job that had become kind of a, a pain in the butt, right? And you had no plan for the future. So, Derek, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you for your time today. But let's dive into this, man. At 42, you're looking to make some big changes. Right? In, yeah. In some big areas of your life. So, well, walk us through that. What, what happened? What was, the, what was the trigger that, that just clicked for you? you? Said, all right,
1: something's going to change. Well, I guess a little bit midlife crisis. First of all, Jay, thanks. Appreciate ya, you having me. Glad to be here. Um, you know, I just, I guess you get to that point in your 40s and you're just kind of looking around at where your life is and what's going on. And there's always these questions that enter you. Are you, are you on the right path? Are you where you want to be? And I had some very good friends um, who were into real estate and doing a lot of real estate. And they were people that I just kind of met and they were trying to get me involved in, in real estate. And, and for me, I was just, I, I couldn't grasp it. And I don't know what triggered in me. I just kind of decided that I needed to be healthier. I just, you know, my dad's had a couple of heart attacks. I saw family around me as they were getting older, just not healthy. And I'm like, I need to be healthier. So I started just eating better first and then started exercising. And then this friend of mine that was into real estate, I knew he was a runner. So I started talking to him about, you know, running and it turns out he was like a running coach. He'd written a book. I mean, he, he actually knew quite a bit about running. So he started kind of coaching me from afar and uh, I started going to the gym. I started running on a treadmill he got, he started coaching me up to to run races. I ran a half marathon. I went from like spring of 2016, having never run more than a couple of feet <laughs> in my life to spring of 2017. I ran a half marathon in Knoxville wow. in, in spring of 2018. I ran a full marathon with him. So he, he kept talking to me about this real estate thing and 2018, I got my health kind of straightened out. Uh, you know, you clear healthy body, healthy mind. It was amazing how much clearer I could see things and what my future could look like at this point, just because I had such a healthier body. So we do this marathon. And of course, after you run a marathon, you take a few weeks off from running. you got to let your body rest a little bit. And another friend of mine and I went on this weekend long motorcycling trip in, uh, just in the East Tennessee, uh, Southeast area. We actually hit five states, 750 miles in three days. And we're on this trip and I'm looking around going, this is what I want. I want the freedom that comes along with it. I want the freedom to be able to wake up and decide I'm going to go ride my motorcycle all day. I'm going to go wherever. I'm going to go on a hike. I just want to, it got into my head that I want that freedom. Because in the meantime, I just been working and working and working and making money and spending money and, living the you know the, the american dream right so right <laughs> on this trip i have this epiphany i'm like i need to do something and initially it wasn't really real estate it was businesses you know you listen to podcasts you listen to all this stuff and it all kind of rolls in so I, I called this other buddy of mine the running coach and i said okay i'm ready to i'm ready to change I'm, i need something i said what do i what do i need to do and just to give you an idea of my mind he says download Audible. And you got to listen to this book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. And this is where my W two mind was. I went, well, doesn't like like then that cost money. Like I don't I don't have money. I work for a living. And he and he and he immediately started just beating me up. So I downloaded Audible and I listened to Rich Dad Poor Dad that weekend. And it was like you know those those V eight commercials, right? Should have had a V. What, what was what have I been doing? I mean, I know everybody in real estate has listened to that book and gone, wow. I just so I just kind of at that point was like okay. So I went to him and I said, what's next? And he introduced me to Bigger Pockets. And I literally went back to Bigger Pockets episode number one and listened to every single Bigger Pockets episode up to that point, working in the new ones. I I was a big music guy. I listened to music when I ran, when I drove, when I rode, I was always listening to music, turned all that stuff off, turned TV off, turned sports off. And I was a hundred percent you know, self-education on real estate, on mindset, listening to audio books, listening to podcasts, um, literally nonstop just became everything. And, and just slowly over time, that just starts to evolve. And, you know, you hear the same things from different people over and over and over again, and it just starts to get embedded into your brain. And, you know, so that's where, that's where it kind of started. And I just, I just dove in full deep. I went all in on it. I started research and I started going to, you know, meetups, um local RIA group in knoxville i started going there and then uh you know bigger pockets is you know they got the local meetups that that they kind of you can do through their website and i saw somebody was hosting one so i went to it and then they did another one this is now fall of fall of 18 i guess and uh i went to their second one that was that was uh august of 18 and i told one of the other guys there i said yeah you know if they don't keep this thing going maybe i'll Maybe I'll start a pot. You know, maybe I'll start this, you know, this meetup. <laughs> so September comes around and they didn't do one. And I went, oh, shoot, I need to start a meetup now because I told one guy I was going to do a meetup. So, so I did. I went on bigger pockets and I posted, you know, uh, East Tennessee meetup group. We met in Pigeon Forge at the Hard Rock Cafe, which is not the best place for a meetup because <laughs> it's, a <little> <laughs> it's a little loud and they don't have a room, but it was where we went. And yeah. I'm sitting at the bar and they had this table reserved for us. And they're like, how many people do you think? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe eight, maybe 10 people. I'm I'm thinking ambitious. And uh, I'm sitting at the bar and I was supposed to start at 630 and it's like 640 and there's nobody there. And then somebody walks in and they said, hey, somebody's here. I was like, oh, cool. So we go sit down and start talking. Next thing you know, hey, there's some more people here. Hey, this we had 18 people show up for that nice. first meetup strictly off of bigger pockets. So I started a Facebook page that night and uh, I'm more than two years in now. been hosting that meetup. We average about 30 people. Uh, we do it the last, thir- it just bounced around, but we do it the last Thursday of every month now. And um, I get about 30 people come in. It's strictly a networking event. No agenda, no speaker. It's literally just people coming hanging out in a room and talking about real estate. I tell people you're gonna get out of it what you put into it. So dug into that. Um going on Knox Rea. Again, at this point, still don't own any real estate. I mean, at that point, this is <laughs> wait a minute, now, wait a minute. You you lead a meetup. Yep. And you don't you don't own a single door. Yeah, this is 2019. Yeah. That's where as we're getting That's into you. 2019, still don't own a door. Uh I'm going to the Noxria meeting and the guy who hosts it actually starts promoting my meetup. So here I am at Knox Rhea with my name on a screen about my meetup. And I'm sitting here going, God, talk about imposter syndrome. I don't even own a door right now. <laughs> so I'd gotten my real estate license in this time, but I'm still doing my W-2. The W-2 was a full-time thing. Real estate was about, you know, saving on my commissions. It was about doing some investing. And um, I went through a part of this transition for me. With reevaluating my life. And this is not something I recommend to people. I highly recommend you figure out a way to make it work. But I went through a divorce. I, I decided that divorce was um, a place that I needed something I needed to do uh, to, to keep my life moving forward. So I went through this divorce, took a lot longer than expected, as they usually do. My divorce was finalized on April 26th. Of, that was a Friday, uh, 2019. That Sunday, a property hit the market that was just Perfect sweet spot in the city. Yeah. I'm in Maryville. I'm South of Knoxville. I'm in, it's in the city 70, I think it was $96,000 I had it listed for, which is like unheard of in, in that market Run down. It had been a drug house. I mean, it was rough, but it was in a, awesome location. So I I took every single trick I had learned from Bigger Pockets, from Chris Voss, never split the difference, took every negotiating tactic I went in. I talked to some other local investors. I had an offer in that Monday. I had my offer accepted that Tuesday. We closed on it on June 1st and I was officially a real estate investor. Um, (laughs) That was a full burr, did a complete rehab, took me six months to remodel it, did a lot of the work myself, but hired out most of it. Got my tenants moved in. Refinanced it and literally got every single penny that I had put in back nice. out of it. I bought it for seventy five thousand. I put like fifty something thousand, in, no f- more than that, like sixty thousand into it. It appraised at one ninety. I got 1425 two five back out of it. I had to pay my closing costs, and I had a tenant in there paying eighteen hundred dollars a month on a property that my mortgage payment was around. 950 or so. So, I mean, nice. a true a true three, 350 cash flow on that thing. That was my first deal. So, yeah. I just expected every deal after that to just be a disaster. <laughs> it shouldn't go wanna, that good.
0: Yeah. Well, no, that's incredible. First, So, first deal is now you're hooked, right? But I want to yeah. back up to the, to the very beginning. Uh, it's something we talk about a lot in the mastermind. When I talk to potential members of joining the mastermind and, and making sure they go to their RIA meetings or whatnot, is you had one person in your circle. He was a runner. You mentioned him. um, I don't remember his name. If you mentioned his name and who kept introducing you to this idea and and somebody you can lean on. Right. And then he started telling you, Hey, go to a local RIA meeting. Point being is once you got around people that were doing the same things and then they were supporting you, uh, even though you didn't have any doors to your name, but were supporting your activities of becoming a real estate investor. That to me is when it all changed, right? I love the line though you you brought up, maybe you should sell this to Kiyosaki is, shoulda had a rich dad, poor dad, right? Yeah. Instead of you shoulda had a VA, shoulda had a rich dad, poor dad. Um, (laughs) I wanna ask you about your divorce though. Your your ex-wife, did she support your real estate investing?
1: You know, it wasn't even, I don't, she would've, it wasn't about whether or not she kind of really supported it. she, we had grown so far apart in our relationship that it wasn't like it was a bad marriage. It wasn't like we fought. It wasn't like it was a, a, just a bad situation. It was more, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, like I said, that's why I don't advise going down this path because it was really kind of selfish on my behalf. Cause I went, I'm going this path and I'm changing my life and I'm going to be wealthy on every aspect of life. And I honestly, I felt like, I felt like she was just going to be kind of along for the ride. You know, gotcha. it wasn't really about, it wasn't about that she didn't support. It. She just, it, she's just there, you know? Yeah. So it just wasn't, yeah. it just wasn't where I felt I needed to be and just yeah. mentally where I needed to be.
0: Well, that, yeah, that, uh, I've got a buddy of mine. You, you're, I feel like you're telling him, uh, telling his story, but there's no way that you two know each other. <laughs> yeah. And um, he ended up getting divorced. And I'll look at him now and it's just completely, he's a completely different, happier, human beings been, you know, been married for several years now. Um, amazing why, I mean, just whole thing just turned around for him. Right. Yeah. So again, you know, having the people in your corner that are going to help you, uh, and they don't have to help you financially, but just mentally be there for that support. Right. And, and if you're in a, if you're in a bad situation, um, you know, my advice is to get that cleared up first, whatever right. that means for for the listener. And the on the flip side, when people want to come into the mastermind and that, you know, I talk to them a little bit and say, you know, well, and I find out that they're married because that's one of the questions I ask. What's your spouse think about real estate investing? And if if their spouse is on the fence or they're not supportive, then guess what? You don't get to come into the mastermind. Yeah. First thing you got to do is get your spouse on board. Right now, could we help you with that? Possibly, but you know there is a financial commitment to being in the mastermind. And if your spouse uh, is not supportive of you, and you go and say, "Hey, I signed up for this mastermind," it's going to cost me this amount of money every month. That's just that you know we're driving a wedge. Yeah, in, in a gap that's already there. So that's, you know, I always advise people, this is a team sport. Uh, if, if you're not on the right team, get on the right team. Yeah. At least, you know, get on the same page.
1: And one uh, right? thing I so, do want to make sure to be clear about, you know, my ex-wife is a wonderful human being. We have a daughter yeah. and she, I was a workaholic and I was the one always working. You know, my daughter even talks about that. I wasn't around a lot. We have a very good relationship now, my daughter and I, but my my ex-wife did a phenomenal job of making sure that that, you know, we together raised that, raised her yeah. right. And uh, you know, and we don't talk a lot, my ex and I, but I, I have nothing but respect for her. it's just we just grew apart into different directions. So I want to be clear that, you know, to others out there, it was just it was something that was and she didn't see it that way as being best for both of us, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't she didn't desire the divorce in any way, shape, or form. But right. I do firmly believe that even today that it was the best thing for not just me, but for both of us, because we had w. we both had different directions we needed to go in. Well, good for
0: you, man. That's I mean, that that says a lot about uh, your confidence and where you wanted to go and what you needed as a support mechanism. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I I didn't. And I I didn't if I let on if you guys are listening and I let on to thinking that. Um, your wife was a bad person i did not no. mean for that to, to come <laughs> no, you out you did you didn't at all i <laughs> just i just, I just you wanted, wanted to make sure you Yeah i wanted you to, wanted to right. underline <laughs> it and uh, put yeah. a couple of asterisks by it Yeah. got it okay uh so now we're in the 2019 you're hosting meetups you're getting promoted for your meetup you you just now closed on your first door what what happens next because a lot of stuff happens from 2019
1: until uh, 2021. In in 18 months, a lot has happened. So, um, (laughs) so during the process of that, doing that rehab, I, while I was rehabbing that house, I also bought a new primary residence. At this point, I'm single now. My daughter's moved out. She's living with a friend, and it's myself and my dog in a 2,600 square foot house. It was just wow. like this is, <laughs> this is ridiculous. So I'm doing this rehab. So I go out and I start looking for for a house to buy. And I wanted a duplex. I was hung up. I'm, I'm house hacking. I'm finding a duplex, and I'm going to house hack a duplex. There's not very many duplexes in the city of Maryville, little town I was growing up. I was in. So I'm. I start looking around, and I find this little single family house. Uh, built in 1935, but it had been updated and renovated. It had been a rental since the nineties when the current owners had bought it and they had it on sale for 89,000. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy this house as a primary residence. So I bought this little house. It had a little basement that initially I thought I could rent out that room to. I didn't end up doing that, but it was an idea. So I I buy that house and I take my 2,600 square foot house. And now I'm like, I'm going to rent this place out. And I'm telling people I know I'm like, I'm going to get $2,100 a month rent for this place. And everybody's like, you're nuts. It's never going to happen. <laughs> so I put this thing on Zillow and on Facebook and I only got two applications, but it only takes one. And uh, right. and I found my tenants and, and they paid $2,100 a month. Now, this is all kind of happening at the same time. So I've got my prime, my new primary residence and I've got two rentals basically while that i am trying to rent out one that I've just finished my rehab on and then my old primary. So they both end up getting leased up almost at about the exact same time. I'm basically into nice. 2020 at this point, I did not have a single dollar worth of rental income in 2019. All I did was rehab this house and buy a primary, but jan- between January and February, I got my tenants into my two houses. Now I'm officially a landlord. I've got, two fairly nice cash flowing rentals. And I've done a total at this point of four real estate transactions as an agent, two for coworkers (laughs) of mine who I helped buy houses for and two of properties that I bought myself. The one I rehabbed (laughs) and my primary. So four (laughs) transactions, two of them were for myself and now we're into 2020. So I'm plugging away at the W2 and this friend of mine um, had been in the short-term rental space and in, to backtrack a little bit in mid 2019 she had said i'm going to expand because she was the number one agent basically in in short term rentals in the smoky mountains and she said i'm going to expand and start a team and, you know, I really want you to be a part of it. And this is, this is the same friend, it's his wife that, that got me into this. So that they, they've seen right. my entire transformation over the course of three, four years at this point. And,
0: and we're, like, we're I, talking about transformation. We're, we're, we're talking about your rental portfolio, but we're also talking about you as a person, your, your yeah. mindset, you're just outward look on life. I imagine just those types of things. That's the oh, kind yeah, of this transformation is, you're talking about, right? Oh yeah.
1: This is a whole life transformation. This is not gotcha. a, a one. Th- I mean, this is everything about the person I am today. People who knew me five years ago are just like, who is this guy? I mean, losing the 50 pounds, running marathons. Yeah, that's losing that's awesome. weight, exercise, running um, mentality. Um, I still, I still have to control my temper a little bit, but I've gotten very big into stoicism and I've learned to really, nice relax and stay calm through situations I used to be a very frustrated very angry person for a long time and really needed to chill and all that so yeah totally well, total life change when
0: you're in a w two that you just absolutely it's not do it's not fulfilling for you and you're just kind of yeah. going through the motions I've been there too you know you, you uh you you get triggered over the most basic stuff that you don't need to get triggered over and you' you know your temper temper it affects everybody around you
1: yeah right? Big time. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So, so anyway, so she's like, this is again, we're, I'm backtracking a little bit mid 2019. She was like, I'm going to start this team and I had this limited, I still had my limiting beliefs. I still had my, the mindset still wasn't quite there and yeah. she was still a little bit nervous because she'd been doing this for herself for so long. What's it going to be like to have a team? Am I going to have enough leads to keep everybody? You know, if we go into a team, you have to start splitting commissions. You know, she, so we had this conversation she's like, well, are you going to be okay with, you know, splitting commissions with me. And, and, and in my, again, my idiocy of my mind is like, yeah, you know, maybe this isn't the right thing. We've been friends for several years. Maybe this would be a bad idea for us to work together. So I sabotaged myself and <laughs> and, and didn't, didn't take the position with her. Went back to my W2, plugged away. We come into 2020. I've got a couple of rentals now and I was with the same uh, brokerage. We are with EXP Realty, which is a basically an international brokerage. It's not like your traditional right. brokerage, so it's kind of statewide. So we're in the same brokerage, and they would put up these things of top agents, you know, in the markets and everything else. And every single month, her name is at the top. At the <laughs> top. And then I start seeing the girl that she did end up bringing on her team is number two. And I'm like, <laughs> so I literally called her up in March of You mean you crawled
0: back on your hands and knees and said, yeah.
1: please. Oh, I did. I called her up. Now she lived about three hours from me at this point. I called her up and yeah. I said, what are you doing Friday? When are you, when are you in town? Are you in town? Are you going to be home? And she's like, I'll be at home. And I said, you're going to be home Friday? She said, yeah. I said, I'm going to come see you. She's like. You're three hours away. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come see you Friday morning for breakfast. (laughs) So I I left my house at like 6 a.m. I drove out there. I met her for coffee, right, at Starbucks. And uh, I pulled up and she said, you know, we just had a brief, cordial conversation. And then I said, I'm coming to work for you. And she just looked at me and laughed and she said, okay, you really didn't have to drive all the way out here to tell me that I would have hired you and in a Over the phone, <laughs> And I said, I know, but I'm old, I'm an old guy. I'm old school. I said, I wanted this face to face and it gave me an excuse to visit with her and her husband for a few minutes, literally a few minutes. I spent like an hour and a half with them and then I drove three hours back home. So this is March of 2020. Yeah. Okay. So I come back and I get back home and she's doing some calls with me and she literally gives me like seven leads in that first day that I'm officially on her team. All of a sudden I have leads and I've got clients that I'm going to be selling to. Well, we all know what happened March of last year, two weeks later COVID and everybody freaks out and nobody wants to do anything. So I fortunately I had the W2. I wasn't dependent on, The real estate income. So I start digging into kind of both, and we get past kind of COVID and things start to blow up. So I had my first closing, my first client that she'd introduced me to in May of 2020. Between May of 2020 and I'll say today, and I don't know the exact number to be honest, but I've had somewhere around 60 to 65 closings. Wow. I did four in a year and a half, and I've done (laughs) well more than 10x that just by joining her team. And this year, as of right now, I'm the number one agent on the team, you know, as we're into this year, I've, I've made more money in three months. I've made double in three months this year than what I ever made in a year working in my W-2. So I left my W-2 in November is the, you know, the culmination of that story because now real estate and to to fast forward a little bit today, my portfolio is seven properties, four short-term rentals, three long-term rentals. And that's all been within less than two years. So the lady you're talking about—that's Avery. That is Avery Carr. Avery. Yep.
0: So, so how does somebody? You know, I think leadership is such a huge piece of not only mentality, but you know, studying the market, bouncing ideas off of, and just being able to grow your business, right? And and how did you identify things in Avery that said, Hey, I want to be a part of that because there's a lot of brokers out there that would not provide you what you've needed to be able to Excel, right? This, and I'm not taking away anything of your hustle or grind. I can just tell by the conversation, the tone of your voice that you are like a better phrase, a go-getter, like you're going to go out and get it. And, you know, I asked this because, you know, there's a lot of things in your story that we, we talk a lot about in the mastermind. And one of the things is, you know, this question asked me the other day, it goes, do you know how when people are in the mastermind, how many deals they do in the mastermind? And I said, well, I don't know that specific number, but I can tell you 80% of the people who are in the mastermind for a year, their portfolio more than doubles. Right. And I don't want to take credit for that. Uh, I think I'm a part of it just like every other member, but you surround yourself with a team and you surround yourself with people who are going to uh, inflict your mindset on, yes, you can do this. Here's what you need to look out for. I've been there before, right? Just like with Avery, how do you find that person if I'm wanting to be a realtor and turn around and attach my license to a brokerage that's going to give me the same kind of support and excitement and motivation that you've experienced with her? How do you find that person? So I want to take a break from the interview with Derek real quick and tell you thank you. I love that you guys show our sponsors some love and I really do appreciate it. So I want to just take a minute to tell you thank you. Thank you very much. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me give you a link real quick. It's w 2 caplistcom forward slash bank. Go there, check out this whole bank on yourself concept. I'm in the process of firing my banker and never have to go through underwriting with a banker again because i'm essentially becoming my own bank and that website once again is w2capitalist.com forward slash b-a-n-k and on there is a form for you to schedule your free 15 minutes consultation with mr mark willis for now let's get back into today's episode with mr tellier
1: Well, on a broad range, uh, I can't remember if it was Jim Rome or I think Tony Robbins popularized it from Jim Rome, but you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Absolutely. So if you want to be a certain type of person, if you want to be in a certain place, the first thing you have to do is look really closely at who you're hanging around with right now and get around people who are doing what you wanna do. It's osmosis. When you get around that, people automatically lift you up, people who support you. You've you've gotta get, and that starts with meetups, RIAs, masterminds, all of that stuff. As far as Avery specifically, I I did have an advantage in that I've known her for a few years. I saw her develop, but at the same token, we I worked my W2 job, I worked in the Harley Davidson industry for dealerships for 20 years, 20 plus I was
0: gonna ask you what kind of motor you you uh yeah. had, but now it, it's uh, apparent. It, yeah, <laughs> I, I am uh,
1: I actually well we can tell that story later, but I was okay. in the Harley Davidson industry for, for 20 years. But there's a saying in the Harley Davidson industry, if I have to explain it, you wouldn't understand. Right. So there's that that comes along. When you meet somebody who's a rock star, who's a superstar, there's I, you, I can't put any one single thing on it. There's just something about a person that has that drive and desire that you know, this person's going places and if you're not smart enough to see it and to say, it's not about riding their coattails. It's about, I want to be a part of what they are building because they are way smarter than I am. Right. If right. you're the smartest person in the room, you need to find a new room. So yeah. I just, I knew I, and when and I saw it, I got to see it develop, which was the other side of it. I had an inside track to be able to get in, but I got to see it develop and she knew me. So that made it easier for me to get in. But at the same yeah. token, once I got in the door, it's still all on me. I didn't become, right, right. you know, I'm not sitting as the number one agent on her team right now because she got it to me. Cause I you mean, sat back and waited yeah, for the spoon to come to your mouth. Yeah. yeah that's not I have a very distinct plan and a very, you know, a very clear destination of where I want to be. I'm sure it'll change because it always does, but I'm driving towards something and yeah. I know what I need to do today to get there.
0: So I I love that. I I, you know, we've talked a lot about mindset and and, um a lot of changes that you went through from losing the weight to running the marathon. I have downloaded the uh from the couch to five K app. I've downloaded that's step number one. Gotta wait for all this pollen to to leave so i can actually breathe Uh, Uh, yeah i'm I'm
1: fortunate i I don't know how how i got lucky i've always been kind of healthy but i don't know how i got lucky i live in east tennessee the pollen capital of the country i think and and i do i am not affected by it i can go out and run five miles can i get some of your blood yeah yeah you cry (laughs) i don't know might kill you i don't know but
0: talking about mindset and everything, I mean, these, these are big shifts, right? So, um, when we talk about shifts, there's, there's a very famous saying that growth happens outside of your comfort zone. Yep. Obviously you went, you went through a divorce. You said, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to start running. I'm going to be super uncomfortable day. I've never trained for a merit. I've never trained for a 5k, let alone a half marathon or a full marathon. Um, but I've worked out a time or two. And I, I know there are days, like if you want to grow in the gym or grow on the track, then you're going to have to get into some uncomfortable situations. Right. Um, how did you overcome like all that coming at once at you, right in your life, uh, the divorce, the losing the way, the dealing with a job, changing industries with your job, right. And taking on this whole thing called real estate investing. How did you handle it all?
1: I mean, what was the, Well, you know, one, I think all of it happening at once in some ways made it easier because okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a workaholic. you right. Yeah. When I was growing up, when I was a W2 guy, I was 50, 60 hours a week. If I didn't put in 50, 55 hours a week, I felt like I was slacking. So I was just <laughs> that, uh, and I am, I am better. And I don't know that I could ever consider myself truly an entrepreneur because I am definitely much better when I have tasks to do you know i'm in a better position and i drive better when i have so the more stuff i had going on it gave me stuff to do i had things to work on i was much better you don't have if you don't have time to think about it it becomes a lot easier to just do it so with all of that going on at the same time i was always doing something i never had time to sit back and ponder and think Well, what happens if because there was always something else to do and it just pushed (laughs) me so for me personally that was, that was a big difference. I needed to just have so much going on. I, I use a, a term that I thrive in the chaos. That's when yeah, I'm at too. my best. Yeah. When it's just a storm going on around me, that's when I'm at my strongest. If things are calm and slow, I get bored. My mind starts wandering. and I start overthinking everything. And that's not where I'm at my best. My best is at f- solving problems when they're right here on the spot. Just yeah. here, we got to do something right now. What are we going to do? I'll figure it out.
0: You and I are very similar in that that nature. And I don't know if I'm at my, well, I I do feel like I'm at my best. I'm also at my most productive when that happens. And um, and we were talking about this the other day, uh, again, in the mastermind. And I got a little vulnerable with those guys a little bit. And I said, hey, you know, I don't fail enough. Yeah. I don't fail enough. And, and one of the things that I've changed in the way that I run my business, I, I basically time block. If it's not on my calendar, it does not get done. Yeah. Right. So I basically went to my calendar. If there was an open spot, I filled it with something. So now my days are just lined up, bah, 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 where I'm going down through this. And I'm so busy. Like the moment a time block comes up, whatever I'm doing stops. I go to the next thing. And for the last two, and this is something I did uh, two or three weeks ago. It has been the most productive two or three weeks of my W2 capitalist, uh, mm-hmm. career, right? And it has been, it's been incredible to see. So I'm the same way. And I, I, it, when you do that, I think you get the perfectionist out of you. Cause that's one thing that I struggle with is being a perfectionist. Yeah. And I know that if I have those things stacked up in my calendar like that, something's going to fail something's absolutely going to fail. I'm going to miss something. I'm going to miss a phone call. I think we had to reschedule this once, maybe twice because of this, because of that. But, um, nonetheless, it's, you know, you're balancing everything. I think you're doing an amazing job. Um, and your story is just incredible. You have a great way of delivering it too. So, um, I want to wrap up with a couple of things. Number one, I want to give a shout out to Luke and Avery Carl, who you mentioned Avery a couple of times. Uh, you, you, spotlighted them. They're not your, just your bosses, but they've been great friends for years and kind of helping you get into investing, but also, uh, become, you know, one of the best realtors in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, Richard Hilton. Is that yep. also. So shout Richard's out to the Richard. guy
1: that, that, that three day weekend road trip. Yeah. That was, that was Richard and I, he was a mentor of mine in the Harley business and, uh, yeah, just a phenomenal human being. Um, also so helped me in that business, but also just helped me be a better person. And,
0: and, uh, you know, I bring up those two folks, not only because I feel like as much as you've talked about, especially Avery, uh, in this last 45 minutes or so, uh, you wouldn't be where you're at without them in your nope, life. And not at all. my encouragement to the listener is hopefully this is resonating with you. And you realize if you don't have an Avery or a Luke or a Richard in your life, you need to go find them, right? You need to go find that tribe. It might just happen to be Derek and his Knoxville, Tennessee
1: meetup right? Uh, or not in Knoxville. You're in, uh, well meetups actually in, um, my meetup Well, my meetup now is in Knoxville. I do host the meetup. I used to bounce okay. it around between Maryville, Knoxville and, and Sevier County, which is Pigeon Forge area. But, uh, I, I stick to Knoxville now. It just, it was easier. I was, it was a little bit too loose. So my meetup is, is in Knoxville, but I live in Pigeon Forge. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is that home of Dolly Parton, right? Is it Sevierville <laughs> technically is the yeah. home of Dolly Parton, but it's all one area. Pigeon Forge, Sevierville, Gatlinburg. Most people, Gatlinburg is the, num- is the city that most people have heard of, but it's really all the same area. But yes, this is Dolly Parton's home. We got Dollywood right down the street.
0: That's it. That's it. All right, Derek, I want to move to a section of the, the show I call Off the Wall. Three okay. random questions. I'm just going to spitfire this to you. Most of them don't have anything to do with real estate investing whatsoever. It's just to get to know Perfect. you a little better as a human being. So uh, question number one, if you are a professional wrestler in the
1: WWE, what would your name and identity be? Oh, shoot, man. Um, you know, I've got this tattoo on my arm. The lone wolf. <laughs> Okay. I I, that, I guess that's why I was destined to be divorced because I got that tattoo on my arm. I don't know. So I don't know. I'd probably have to be the lone wolf, uh some along those lines, I've never, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. you got me on nice. that one. I, but I'd have to be the lone wolf and have some kind of howl going on or something crazy. Some kind of intense, really that. dark, really dark, secretive. Doesn't talk a lot. Just that intense. Just face. Really, yeah. Just howl. Yeah. That'd be good.
0: Dude. That's awesome. I, I, um, uh... I'm going to mention your Instagram here in a minute, but I want to, in 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 the coming weeks, maybe months when the, uh, when the uh, selling season just cools down, if it ever does, we need cool to get to talk near. about <laughs> that. But yeah, um, I want to see on Instagram, you dressed <laughs> up like in, your, in the WWE and howling uh, in the lone wolf. I, th- I think that's incredible. That's awesome. And you got I the make, tattoo. that. Already I make matters, no promises so. on that one. <laughs> All right. Question number two. What movie movie worthy heist would you pull if you knew in the end you would get away with it? Movie worthy
1: heist. Oh shoot. Um, man, I don't know. That's a, I'm never. I never thought of myself as a thief, so it's kind of hard, right? Um, yeah,
0: when I saw this question, I put my myself. I was like, all right, I'm. I'm not a thief. I'm not going to steal yeah. anything. Uh, but what character would I want to play in the movie? Right. And instantly, uh, the ocean well, series, ocean. Yeah. 11. Well, that's, I was going to say,
1: that's what hits me is the ocean. It, it's stuff. the first
0: thing that came in and I was like, all right, I would, I would
1: like to be, um, uh, one of those characters. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I mean, heck, I mean, it'd be pretty cool to just, you know, be Brad Pitt or somebody. I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't
0: know about you, but people have confused me for him before. Yeah. Has
1: that happened to you before? No, I do not definitely not Brad Pitt. No, I've gotten a few things over the years. Um and uh, some of which I some of which are very dated and very specific to a time frame, but uh yeah. Um and a few that I won't mention whatsoever, but uh, you know, I yeah, I guess I know. Yeah, we all kind of want to live vicariously through those. Through those, I mean, anything along the the ocean series. Being that guy, I I definitely would be the uh, the loose cannon. I think whatever the, yeah. whatever that yeah. character is that. I'd like to say I'd be the lone
0: wolf. I, yeah.
1: I'd, I'd like to be that guy that's like the one that's at the top that's bringing it all together. But the reality is, I'd probably be the nut job in the corner.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> You're the lone wolf. That's yeah. it. That's it. All right. Question number three, and then we'll get out of here. Did you ever see the Truman Show with Jim Carrey? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So, how would you change how you act if you knew
1: 100% that the world was a simulation? I mean, I just, I do what I'm striving for right now, what I'm trying to build towards. Say, change just, at all? I just, well, no, I'm saying where I want to be. I want to, I want to go just travel. I just want to yeah. go. I just want to get on the road, whether that's on my Harley, whether that's in in an RV, whether that's flying across. The, I I would just, I would become a nomad. I would just go, go wander. If it was, if that was the case, and I didn't have to worry about anything, nobody else. It was, I just, I'd be wandering. be on a walkabout as the Australians say.
0: (laughs) That's incredible. All right, Derek, pleasure having you on today, man, getting to know you a little bit better today. And and, uh, I know you're active on Instagram when you have time, where can people find you if they're in the Knoxville, Tennessee area specifically, when can people, where can people find out
1: Uh, and get connected with you. Uh, Facebook for as far as social media is the easiest, uh, that's where I'm most active. And again, not super active. My Instagram is, uh, at running biker (laughs) realtor. Um, but I am not at all active on it. I do watch it. I'll respond if somebody sends a message, but I'm not active on there. Um, East Tennessee East T N R E I Meetup is the Facebook page for the actual meetup. But if you find me, if you search me, there's only a couple of Derek Telliers in this country. So if you search me, you'll <laughs> find me pretty easily. You can Google me. Um, you know, I've, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty an open book. Um, every Saturday morning after my long run, I do a live video on Facebook that I share across nice. my pages. Um, just a little motivation, a little something going on. So yeah, just Google me, You'll find me. I'm not hard to find. That's awesome. I'll make a link to all those in the show notes. And if
0: I were doing a video after I ran, uh, it doesn't matter how long it'd be. It would just be me <laughs> hunched over, uh, grabbing my knees and sucking wind. So it's, uh, we're going to change that. It's
1: a little bit at a time. I didn't wake up and go run a marathon yeah. at time and you build towards it.
0: Well, the funny thing is my wife is, uh, she's a runner. She runs about three miles every day. Went to college, full nice. scholarship as a cross country. And here I am as a sloth and don't do anything. So that's anyway. all right. Yeah. <laughs> You're the yin and the yang when it comes that's it. to that. Opposites attract, right? <laughs> here you go. Derek, thank you again very much. I will talk to you very soon. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate it. All right, guys. So I want to thank you for sticking out all the way to the end here. If there was anything that Derek and I talked about or discussed in today's episode that resonated with you, and you have not left us a five star rating and review, please do so. It only takes about two minutes to do, and I will forever be grateful for you because your rating and your review will help with the algorithm to get our podcast, get the W2 Capitalist podcast into the ears of other listeners so that they also can build well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now get out there, earn, invest, repeat.